0: Hi, I'm Michael Katz. I'm the creator and writer of the newest book on Kickstarter, Metalhead, and you were listening to Two Geeks Talking.
1: Good morning, afternoon, evening, everyone. Two Geeks Talking is an entertainment industry interview show where we interview the creative people from the comic, film, TV, movie, and video game industries. And of course, I'm your host, Kurt Sasso. We're joined today by a very talented creator. He has been on the show before with his past amazing works from Rioter and, of course, many more comics in between. We're joined by the ever talented, bringing a brand new comic this time around, Michael S. Cats. How are you doing today?
0: Good, good. Thanks for having me back, Kurt. Appreciate
1: it. We're talking about a brand new comic. I don't want to jump too far ahead because i want you to tell us all about this amazing not safe for work comic this time around for those that don't know anything about yourself tell us who you are and what you're bringing to to geeks talking
0: by day i'm an attorney but in my heart i'm not in my heart i'm a comic book writer i've been in the part-time publishing and writing since 2002 but i've been doing comics for about three years now a uh, writer was my first project I did uh, three issues of that. And then I did my Golden Years uh, Trade, which was uh, a five-issue miniseries all collected together. Uh, I I like people to have complete stories when they read so they don't have to wait. uh, Because when you're dealing with Kickstarter, there can be long waits in between issues.
1: So what's the project this time around?
0: Metalhead is... You know, hardcore sci-fi, not safe for work. It's got uh, adult themes. It's got got sex in it. If you check out our Kickstarter page, you'll see uh, some of the sample pages edited for public consumption. There are some sex scenes in the book. We have a variant cover with nudity on it as well. It's going to be a a 48-page book, plus bonus materials, including... Uh, some pinups, and this is part one of two. Uh, The second and final issue is going to be coming out later this year. Uh, My artist is a little more than halfway through it already. Yeah, I like to have my books done before I put them on Kickstarter. Once Kickstarter is, is over... I want people to have the books in their hands, you know, within four to six weeks thereafter.
1: That's what I love about the other campaigns I, I've backed as well, too. Like the turnaround time is incredible for <clears throat> Kickstarter campaign. That's amazing in itself. But the quality of not only the stories and the artwork, but the quality of the books themselves are really amazing and, and really well done. It's well, it's well worth the money, to be honest. No, well,
0: thank you. I've been lucky. I've been able to connect with really talented people some with big names some without big names but who have been able to use these projects to to go on to bigger and better things for example one of the artists in golden years a guy named Neto diaz uh, was able to use the work that he did on that book to uh parlay into a full-time job for marvel comics and he, he was doing uh, uh, he did Thunderbolts, then X-Men, and now he's doing uh, Predator. Yeah, so he's got some really cool projects he's working on.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. I now, now I have to go to uh, my local comic book store and start picking some of those up. That's amazing. Right, yeah. So who's the artist this time around for Metalhead?
0: A guy named Bruno Adias. Neto obviously wasn't available anymore because he's too busy working for Marvel. Uh, yes, and if you knew anybody, and he put me in touch with Bruno, and Bruno's work is just uh, amazing. He's a, a young guy, but uh, I think he's an up-and-comer. His artwork has this kind of uh, Alan Davis, uh, Brian Hitch, Paul Neary flair to it. I think he's going to open up some eyes. He's He's more than solid. He's just really, really good. His work is really, really professional.
1: so what was a piece of artwork artwork that you got back from him that was better than what you had in in script
0: uh every piece <laughs> He's one of those artists that doesn't disappoint yeah you know, every time he has a page, uh, I don't need to change anything you know that's, that's that's always nice when you when you don't have any issues with the the person's artwork
1: no notes so that's that's a good thing
0: i do have a little artistic ability myself so i design the characters he takes my designs and polishes them you know quite a lot <laughs> <laughs> once it gets to the to the page itself he really you know puts pen to paper quite well
1: that's what I love. The, the action that you have in this comic from the preview, I got to read the colors themselves as well to the interaction of the characters. What is the elevator pitch, so to speak, of this particular comic?
0: It takes place uh, present time shortly after an alien invasion and the aliens have concentrated their efforts over Australia and the rest of the world has left them to their own devices. So Australia is kind of on its own. And that's kind of why I I, I picked Australia as the setting, because I wanted a, a country slash continent that would be able to be ignored by the rest of the world. So our protagonist is Phil. He is one of hundreds of mindless slaves who are plugged into alien exoskeletons so they can conduct mining. And Phil is is special because he was in a car accident as a kid, and he wound up with a metal plate in his head, and that's where the name Metalhead comes from. So the plate interferes with the exosuit, and he has dreams and flashbacks of aliens who have worn the suit in the past. And he's able, therefore to shake off the the brainwashing and think for himself and use his exosuit for his own devices.
1: Oh, it just means I, well, I, I've already backed it. So, you know, it is, it's just,
0: appreciate it
1: it's too, too amazing not to back. And I can't wait for part two. I'll definitely be backing that for sure to find right. this amazing conclusion as well, because the, what I got to read, you, you left me on the edge of my seat. Like I wanted more right then and there, like, darn you, that's just too good.
0: It's a, uh, it's a very fast paced book. Um, I, I, I could have stretched it, um, it's, it's set to be, you know, 96 pages total. I could have stretched it more and I could actually add afterwards, but that 96 pages is, is going to be very fast paced. And, and that's, uh, it's people who have read it so far have said, and I think it's, it's, it's turned out really well.
1: Yeah, it definitely has for sure. What are some of the similarities from this work compared to your past work influenced Metalhead?
0: Everything I do, I want to get into the characters' minds. Uh, You know, with Riot Earp, um, Officer Earp is uh, kind of a a fish out of water dealing with uh, America in, in 2055. And he also has PTSD from some issues that he's. Uh, faced on his adventures, Golden Years was about Captain Future, who was uh, transported from 1950 to the present. And uh, again, you got that fish out of water—you uh, know—mentally that he's got to to deal with. So in Metalhead, the characterization comes from the the hero Phil, uh, you know, dealing with uh sharing his mind with you know other aliens um and at the same time he's got to escape from the invaders and he's got to escape from you know people in his own government who are out to capture him
1: that's what i love your character development is is well done and your stories are are straight to the point there's no fluff so that's mm-hmm. that's always wonderful to read through as as, yeah, a, as
0: thanks a we don't yeah when you do Kickstarter, you don't have time for fluff, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, you gotta, you gotta catch people right away to, to get them to come back. And I've been lucky. I've had a lot of people you know, every time I send the books out, cause I do it myself. Uh, you know, I, I recognize a lot of names every time around. So it's nice to have some fans.
1: R- repeat customers <laughs> or, uh, yeah. or, sorry, repeat fans. Right.
0: <laughs> right. Both. Yeah. <laughs>
1: The campaign itself is currently ongoing uh, as of this this recording. How's the campaign been so far, and what tiers are I should say do we have to look uh, forward to?
0: Campaign has done quite well so far. In the first week, uh, we're already past the fifty percent point tiers. We have the standard book uh, digital, then uh, hard copy. We have the variant cover. Uh, which is the the nude cover, featuring the two main females in the book. We have what I usually like to to do is release pinups. Uh, yeah, the the artists always do pinups, and they're usually uh, eight and a half by eleven or nine by twelve. Uh, yeah, quality paper, almost cardboard. Uh, so they're you know, suitable to put up on, on the wall if you want. You can get both copies of the book. Uh, you can get our uh, our usual Strider-Nolan sampler, which is four books from my publishing company, uh, a variety of genres. Then we have uh, commissions. Uh, we have commissions by the, the book's artist, Bruno Ideas. We have commissions from a uh, writer artist, Fred Venice, oh. and commissions from Daryl Banks oh, wow. who did uh, the writer special and is working on my next book horror show with me. Yeah.
1: That's amazing. How How's that project going?
0: Uh, it's going great. It's really scheduling is really up to, to Daryl. Uh, you know, he's got a, a full-time job to deal with. Um, and he does, you know, freelance stuff for DC Comics. So I've got to come last, but he never forgets about me. He can put out maybe two or three pages a week. So anytime he's he's got free time, he's he he's able to to plug me in, and and do a couple pages for me. And it's a, a forty page book, and we're up to page twenty eight, I think. Wow. So he thinks that uh, that it'll be done this year, and and I hope so too. Be, uh, I could uh, I could launch the Kickstarter anytime, but I prefer to have the books completed before I do. I want uh, that that turnaround to be as fast as possible. As soon as the Kickstarter campaign is done, uh, books go to the printer. Uh, you know, I know exactly how many I need printed. And they will be printed and shipped within four to six weeks thereafter.
1: Out of all the times you've been on the show, this is your very first not safe for work comic, which, Hey, I'm not, I'm not arguing against whatsoever. I think it's a well done piece of work personally as well, too. Why did you want to create a not safe for work comic this time around?
0: Uh, well, two reasons. First, uh, these kinds of books seem to sell better on the Kickstarter <laughs> So that's kind of an experiment there. Mm-hmm. But I, I've always been a fan of Heavy Metal magazine. I mean, I remember watching the movie when it came out, I think back in the 70s. Uh, I remember getting the, the magazine. And I still pick up the magazine from time to time. Uh, there's something uh, special about that those adult situations that you get when you are dealing with heavy metal magazine and i wanted to uh to put some of that in metal head from what
1: i've got to read it's tastefully done to be perfectly honest like Mm. i mean yes there's nudity but the situation that that arises from that and i'm not trying to give any spoilers is just it it just fits (laughs) like there's right like Like your rest of your style, there's no wasted space whatsoever. So
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's um it it, like you said, it it's you know, I'd like to think it's tasteful. Uh it's tastefully done. I didn't go overboard. Uh you know, there's there's language, but it's not overboard. There's violence, but it's not overboard, and there's sexual situations, but it's not overboard. So you could you could show it to someone 13 years old and not get into too much trouble. <laughs> it's
1: not like they haven't seen it already on the internet whatsoever already. Right. So you, you're not breaking any barriers in that respect. <laughs> well, Michael, I do hate to say it, but that ends this particular episode of two geeks talking. I want to thank you so much for coming back on the show again.
0: Thanks for having me again, Kurt. I really appreciate it.
1: Uh, keep keep up the amazing work, but for those that want to find you and support you of course support the Kickstarter campaign for metalhead. Tell us where we can find you and where the campaign is at.
0: Uh, you can usually most commonly find me on Twitter at Strider Nolan, uh, and, uh, Instagram Strider Nolan 13. Um, my website is stridernolan.com That's my publishing company. Um, but uh, check out Kickstarter. Uh, check out the campaign for Metalhead. And, uh, you know, you can go on to Kickstarter and, and do a search and Metalhead will pop up first because it's the only one that's currently running under that name.
1: Well, I can't wait to see this this horror comic as well coming down the, the pipe soon enough. And I'm sure you'll be back on to talk about that whenever that show sure. available. And I'll be happy to have you. Like I said, that ends this particular episode of Two Geeks Talk. You can, of course, find this interview and a thousand plus others on our website, tgtmedia.com or twogeekstalking.com. That's the word, to T-O-W, not the number two. That's a totally different website. You can, of course, uh, find all of these interviews on our YouTube channel because the website is going through a revamp, which is YouTube, uh, youtube.com forward slash tgtmedia. The podcast is back on Podbean, which is two geeks talking but search for two geeks talking on any of your favorite podcast streaming services where you get your podcasts on. And as I say every week everyone has a story to tell. It's up to me to help bring that out. Thanks for listening and watching on two geeks talking.